Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and I'm a health and nutrition coach. Kate Behan is also a health coach and a soul cycle and instructor and Pilates instructor. Hello, Kate. Hi, Wendy. How are you? Say hi, everybody. So uh, today I'm interviewing Tracy Coe, a whole health quantum nutrition coach about damaged foods versus real foods. This is going to be part two. We had such a great response from the first podcast about, you know, foods that are normally healthy, but are not for many reasons if they're cooked improperly or they're sourced improperly. And so today we wanted to give you some more tips that you need to make healthier choices and the pitfalls to look out for. Because when you eat damaged food, you will have damaged health. So this is a fantastic show. I wanted to have her on again because she is such a wealth of information and it was just so interesting last time. So stay tuned. So Kate, why don't you do our little disclaimer? Sure. Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment talked about on the show. So tell me about your book. What's going on with that? Well, um, it's uh, the free weight loss guide is coming along really well. I finally finished it and I have a I can give it to you guys for free. So all you listeners out there, um, if you go to my site, live to 110, live to 110.com, I probably shouldn't have gotten a website that was so difficult for me to say. <laughs> uh, but the, the weight loss book is called The Live to 110 by Weighing Less E-Guide. And it's available to download for free. Just sign up for it on the homepage or on the sidebar where it says to join the Live to 110 community. And the e-guide is a 33-page basic weight loss e-guide filled with science-backed tips uh, that I've spent you know, months researching about the latest stuff on diet and exercise. And there's also lots of tips about the causes of cravings and how to conquer your cravings that I think a lot of you will find really, really interesting. And also how to reduce stress, which is a very, very important component of losing weight that uh, many, I think, will find surprising. And the e-guide is going to basically help you get started on your path to lose weight. And it's a primer for my book, When Diet and Exercise Are Not Enough, a step-by-step plan to eliminate your roadblocks to weight loss. And that will be available in spring 2014. Yay! Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's tough. I'm working on that book, too. And I'm trying to write two pages a day. Um, but it's, uh, it's difficult. It's a, it's a big challenge. I can imagine it must be. So I know we were talking uh, before we were recording. You mentioned that you had, uh, you fell on your head (laughs) today. Well, no, I didn't fall on my head. I actually filmed a yoga video for BuzzFeed today. Oh, you did? um, Yeah, it's going to be yoga tips. And I was going through some vinyasas and just doing some poses that I know. And, um, I'm working on perfecting my headstand, but I don't get it all the time. So I went into a headstand and I got it. And then instead of coming out and going to a backbend, because I had already done like 50 backbends because they were filming it and it has to look perfect and that's how it works. I just kind of like crashed down on my back pretty hard. Oh no. 
Um, I'm icing it right now as we speak. I'll be fine. But <laughs> the joys of being behind the camera, in front of the camera, I mean. <laughs> so how did that come about? How did you, uh, I guess, get the gig filming for this yoga site? Um, well, BuzzFeed. Oh, what is no, that? BuzzFeed is like a big website. It's like, you know BuzzFeed. I'm sure you do. They always have like videos like, like they have like silly like gifts and they have like, it's like really funny, but then they also just open this new like video part of it. Okay. And yeah, I have to go check that out. I, I'm not familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. It'll be like, you know you're a kid of the 90s when, and then it'll be like all these like one-liners with like pictures or gifts or whatever, um, and they're just hilarious. You got mm-hmm. you have to check it out. It's really funny. Um, so yeah, my friend uh, works at BuzzFeed. She is one of the people that started the um, the video portion. So she asked me to be in it. Oh, nice! That's fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't realize you were that into yoga too. Yeah, well, I have to, unless uh, if I want to be able to actually move my body. <laughs> yeah, you, I know you're doing so much cycling, you got to stretch it out, too. Yeah, my quads and my hip flexors will, like, fuse, and I won't be able to walk. So oh, no. I, have to, I have to stretch. I have to do yoga at least once a week. I know. you got problems, honey. <laughs> Big problems. you got to keep those quads stretched out. Yes, that's what my foam roller is my best friend. Oh, oh, I know. I used to have my trainer used to roll out my little knots, and I just, I just hated it. It's so painful, but it's so necessary too. It is rolling that foam roller. It is. It hurts, but it hurts so good. Yeah. Well, everyone, now for today's show, um, I'm going to be talking with Tracy Co about damaged foods versus real foods, and Tracy is the founder of Body and Mind Co Dynamics Pilates and Whole Health Nutrition Center advocating a Weston A. Price diet. She's also a certified Pilates instructor like Kate, whose studio is located in Manhattan Beach. Her website is co-dynamics.com, C-O-E-dynamics.com. So hello, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, Wendy. How are you today? I'm fantastic. I'm ready to learn about damaged foods. Okay, and how to get some good healthy foods in your body. How's that? Yeah, and so for everyone out there, Tracy's making a special offer for Live to 110 podcast listeners. Uh, you can go visit her website at co-dynamics.com or call her at 310-798-7600. How'd you get that number? That's a good, good number. <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> let's grab it. <laughs> so just mention the Damaged Foods versus Real Foods podcast and you'll receive a free admission to her next wellness workshop. Uh, what are some of the ones coming up? Well... In September, September 28th, I am doing a workshop, it's a food workshop, where we're going to sprout and culture foods, and more importantly, eat them and taste how delicious they can be. Uh, In um, October, we will be doing a uh, workshop on superfoods, and we're making some really quick, really nutritious, and very delicious superfood smoothies that will get you going for your day and... um, without any kind of sugar crashes and having long-term energy going on. Oh, nice. Oh, and I also forgot to mention that uh, if you mention this podcast, the Damaged Foods podcast, you can also, you know, you get either the workshop 
or 10% off your supplements uh, from Premier Research Labs, including the Greens Mix, which is you know really better than any multivitamin out there. And it contains chlorophyll for detoxification and has a lot of vitamin C and calcium and iron. It's super healthy. Or any of the, uh, the products and supplements that she mentions on the show today, you can get 10% off. Absolutely. So why don't we get on with it? Let's, uh, why don't we discuss damaged fats? Uh, this is one I just wrote a blog post on um, called Fats Only Make Your Brain Fat. Um, but I went into like, you know, trans fats and you know, all the, the myths that people have about fats. And so why don't we discuss you know, what you think are some of the healthful versus the damaged fats? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, I think it's important to, to learn uh, that our bodies are dying for fat, literally. Uh, I think our bodies ha- are being fed either no fats or improper levels of fats or the wrong fats. And so our bodies are starving for proper fats. And why do I say that? Well, there's several um, purposes of fat in your body. Saturated fats, for example, are vital for your body for hormone production and function. It is a food for the brain, the nerve, and heart function. As a matter of fact, your brain is supposed to compromise 60% of fat. Our cell membranes, the trillions of cells that are within our body, are supposed to be made up of 50% saturated fat. And the retina of the eye, 60%. Not only this, fat is needed to actually uptake the minerals, including calcium. So if you're taking calcium supplements and you're not getting fat in your diets, or if you're eating uh, or drinking, let's say eating broccoli, which is filled with calcium or, or um, spinach, so to speak, but you're not getting it with good fats, you're not even uptaking those minerals. And I read that your diet actually has to be 50% saturated fats to absorb yes. in your body for the minerals to absorb. And people are so freaked out about saturated fats and they're, that's why we have a big problem with osteoporosis, I think. Right, which we're going to help out a little bit today, hopefully. Um, fat also protects your liver from toxins, and we're being bombarded, whether you uh, even live in a bubble, we are being bombarded daily with toxins. And so it's so important that we continue to feed our body proper levels of nutrients. Um, and also fat provides energy for the heart in terms of stress. Who doesn't have stress these days? And, you know, it's needed for liver, uh, the lung, and the kidney function as well. So these are just some reasons why our bodies need proper fats. And I wanted to outline that before I talk about, well, what kind of fats and what are actually more damaging and what are actually more filling for our bodies. So uh, just to talk a little bit about, in general, how can fats or, or oils, okay, become damaged or denatured, I'd like to say. Because a lot of times these oils and fats may start off as a good source and then down the road as they go through their their growth or their processing they become actually more damaging than good for the body. So in general most of the vegetable and seed oils these days they're being they're starting with a crop that's actually genetically engineered and as we mentioned in the last podcast genetically engineered foods these days is what's happening is to in the process of the food growth, genes that are chemically adulterated with pesticides 
are being inserted into food genes and then grown. So the food is actually growing with the pesticide within it. And I mentioned in the last podcast, uh, many of the health um, problems that are being indicated as a result of overexposure to uh, pesticides and primarily have actually already been listed by the Environmental Protection Agency as highly toxic to wildlife as well as humans. Um, Beyond that, most of the oils and fats in the vegetables and seed oils these days, to make them a sustainable shelf life, have to go through a process of manufacturing. That could include any or all the above. So in order to get the oils from the vegetables or seeds, it has to be extracted. And many of the processes these days use chemicals or toxins to extract the oils from the the actual seed or the plant. Then after that, the processing continues with a highly heated form of processing, causing these oils to go rancid. So then they have to be deodorized with further chemicals. This all creates free radicals, which you can consider free radicals in the body are like invaders to your body that are attacking your body and colonize the body. So then the body attacks back through the forms of overload, stressed on the immune system, inflammation, weight gain, allergies, addictions. These are all symptoms of your body attacking against free radicals in the body. So those are some general ways that your oils and fats can be damaged. Now, trans fats... Now, um, before we go into trans fats, what are some of the oils that... Uh, the industrial seed oils that people are kind of thinking it are healthy, but are really not. Absolutely. Well, canola oil was really hepped up for quite a long time and probably still is for being a healthy oil. Now, what happened is canola oil is actually was being created from a rapeseed oil, which was has been extensively and probably still is properly extensively used in Asia. However, when it was, is being used in its raw form, in uncooked form, it's a good form of oil, right? Well, what happens is the rapeseed actually, as it was brought over to Canada, uh, was hi- gone through a hybridization form of growth and process, so a form of genetically engineering. And it's now, for industrial manufacturing food product purposes, is now being highly heated to allow for a, health, a longer shelf life, but actually makes it go rancid as a process. This is also happening with olive oil. So olive oil is not supposed to be yellow, it's supposed to be green. And then in addition, if your oil, let's say it did come from a good source and did not go through all that processing, if it's in a clear bottle, that oil is getting rancid through light intervention and causing the actual nutrients to be depleted. Um, and so these rancid oils, they're being loaded with free radicals, again, which attacks our body and can cause premature or accelerated aging. So this is, this is pretty common with most of the seed oils, your vegetable oils, your canola oil. Um, trying to think of some of the other words like out there. I don't soy, even like the corn. Soy. Yes, soy, soy oils, corn oils. Yeah. All those forms of oils mostly are 
already start off from the get-go. They're already genetically engineered. They're from genetically engineered crops. I think safflower too. A lot of clients safflower. ask me if safflower is okay, and I'm like, no, it sounds healthy. Exactly. So, uh, and in addition, a lot of these oils are being used as cooking oils, and the high heat, the, the way these oils are, the way these vegetable seeds are, the high heat actually causes them to be, to create more free radicals. They're not made to be treated under high heat. Yeah, and like people are, they're, you know, using them for deep frying. Right, and exactly. It, it makes turns so, into trans fats. Exactly. So what, what are some oils or fats that we can use for cooking or for eating that are, can you, are you ready for me on this part, Wendy? Yes, bring <laughs> it on. All right. So really, butter, true butter, butter that has not been pasteurized, but been butter that's been from a, a cow that's grazed on the grass. Um, lard. Can you think of lard? Now, I'm not talking about the Crisco, but I'm talking about lard that comes from kidney fat from animals. And you can get these sources actually from farmers, from local farmers markets, um, from farmers that sell beef and livestock and cattle. Uh and then coconut oil, which is being more uh, made more available today. Coconut oil can sustain high heats and um, and not be created into a free radical damaging your body. Um, these are oils that you can cook with. And um, do you want me to touch a little bit about the incredible um, superfood that coconut oil is? Absolutely. Okay. Well, coconut oil, again, you have to know where your, your foods are coming from, from source to the end of processing, because unfortunately today there's a lot of coconut oil out there that's been damaged through processing or not being properly sourced from um, high-quality coconuts. But if you get a wonderful product, a coconut oil, and again, Quantum Nutrition does carry this. It's a wonderful food. It's a wonderful food for your skin. It's not only awesome to cook with, but it's also, it's rich in lauric acid. And babies actually make this from their mother's milk to build immune system. So it's a great baby food. Um, it's, it's an incredible superfood as it provides support in many areas of the body, including the thyroid, the skin, the pancreas, the liver, the brain, your heart, and your metabolism. It actually helps your body um, shed pounds, shed fat, the bad fats off your body. Um, and I actually do in the new year, I do a weight loss and gentle cleansing program. And we use coconut oil as one of the main sources to help shed the extra stubborn pounds from the body. Um, it also is an inhibitor to carcinogenic, carcinogenic, excuse me, cancer forming <laughs> chemicals. We'll just start with that. How's that? <laughs> so it inhibits cancer forming chemicals from really attacking the body. So coconut oil is a wonderful oil to, to work with. Um, other sources of excellent fats and oil your body needs, raw butter, excellent. And again, if you live in the state of California, take opportunity to be able to buy raw dairy. It's definitely um, a wonderful opportunity that we have the freedom of choice here in the state of California. There's other states around our country that are unable to make that option and are actually fighting um, bills and laws um, against that so people can have freedom of choice of what they want to be able to um, nourish their bodies with. 
So excellent. Raw butter is a great way to go. Yeah, I only do raw butter. Only mm -hmm. raw butter. As, as I as well. And then um, you're also looking at um, other oils that you can look at are raw sesame oil, raw flaxseed oils. And Quantum Nutrition actually has a blend. It's their essential fatty acid blend. It's not a cooking oil, but it is uh, an oil that contains nutrients that support life functions of the body, all the way from cells to the organs to the brain um, to healthy blood pressure. And um, it's a great way to supplement getting good fats in your body because your body will naturally, if it's only given bad fats, your body will try to use those bad fats. But if your body's being fed good fats and bad fats, your, body, your body's innate ability will actually choose the good fats over the bad fats. And we get bad fats. If you're eating in restaurants, you're constantly getting bad fats in your body. Yeah, yeah, they, you always use the cheapest cooking oils and soybean oil and trans fats. Exactly, exactly. One other oil I would really like to um, touch base on is cod liver oil. And again, you need to know your sources because there's a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of ineffective and toxic market products out there, including, and I'm speaking of supplements. There was a study done in, in 1999 by Jana that took selective products from the uh, stores, tested them for their effectiveness, as well as if they were non-toxic. And only 2.5% of randomly selected nutritional supplement products tested as effective and non-toxic. That means close to 98% were either toxic or ineffective. So you're not only wasting your, wasting your money, but you're actually doing more damage to your body than good. So cod liver oil, when you find an excellent source, and green pastures is one of those excellent sources, um, provides omegas 3s, 6s, 7s, 9s, EPA, DHA, and even vitamin K. And, and the reason why you're able to get all those is they actually combine two reasons. They combine their cod liver oil with raw butter oil. So if you can't buy raw butter in your market, this is the way you can get raw butter is through these, these nutrients, the cod liver oil slash butter blend oil. The other thing that Green Pastures does that I have not seen any other company do with their cod liver oil is they make sure that their sourcers are wild caught fish, their cows are grazing on rapid growing green grasses. On top of that all, they actually ferment their products. They actually ferment the cod liver oil. And again, on September 28th, I'm going to be having a food workshop on fermentation and sprouting. And a primary element of fermentation and sprouting is it actually increases your nutrient levels minimum 30%. Wow. And it's a very simple process. And it's a natural way of preserving your food. So your foods will actually naturally last for a while in your refrigerator. And it's really simple and easy to do. And I love it because I don't have a lot of time to spend in my kitchen. And so I go for those simple and easy, easy tools. Yeah, and the fermentation, that's how most people before refrigeration, before refrigeration that's exactly. how they preserved their vegetables and got their healthy probiotics without even really realizing it. Right. And so um, there is a no heat, there's a no heat fermentation process that they use. Now, cod liver oil slash butter oil, what it does for life support functions is it actually is awesome before, during, and after pregnancy because you're, you want to get your body prepared for pregnancy and then during and after 
your body is supplying a lot of nutrients to that baby being born, and there's a lot of pulling going on. So really important to have high-quality, um, good-quantity supportive fats in your diet. Yeah, it's, it's not enough to just take a fish oil pill. No, exactly, exactly. And again, many of those fish oil pills are either synthetic or not properly created, processed. Um, it's also very supportive for the brain and the nervous system. We have so many... Um, forms of Alzheimer's and memory issues and um, many brain issues out there uh, going on and on. Very supportive. It's actually also supportive for inflammation in the gut. Again, another hot area of uh, society here in America of, of digestive issues. I mean, the lists just go on and on with IBS, um, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, candidas, um, uh, what some other forms, leaky gut, and um, gluten intolerances. So cod liver oil, your butter oil is excellent for inflammation in the gut to get that down and also great for weight management. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about trans fats because I think it's some something that people are ingesting far more than they realize. Uh, and it's just really really a, a plague on our health, at least in the United States. So what are some of the problems with trans fats? Absolutely. Well, what I think, I, before we go into the issues, I, I think it's important to also know that there is a way that trans fats actually naturally occur. They occur naturally in the milk and body fat of certain animals, cattle and sheep, which many of us eat from. The, 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 the flip on this is that the natural forming portions of the trans fat in these animals that we eat from is only two to five percent, and again, it's in its natural state. Um, it's not in a uh, industrialized state. So most of us today are getting trans fats through foods that we eat from our grocery stores, such as um, vegetable oils that have been very highly heated in their process that we've touched on already. Uh, many of our fast foods, if not all of them, are snack foods, are fried foods, and are baked goods. So we're talking potato chips, we're talking Doritos, we're talking um, your um, Oreo cookies, uh, we're talking your Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, the list can just go on and on. Now, the increased consumption of trans fats has accelerated, as you already mentioned, in the 20th century, Wendy. This has also been, they've noticed that this increase of consumption has also correlated with the in increase effects of heart disease, Alzheimer's, obesity, diabetes. There's now seeing children with diabetes too, which is supposed to be an, an adult onset form of diabetes, uh, depression, and liver dysfunction. There's been a direct correlation between trans fat and those linked health effects. And um, the way a trans fat becomes out of its natural state is through processing. And it's a form, what it is, it's a side effect, trans fat is a side effect of hydrogenation, which is a form of processing our foods in the food industry to make them a sustainable shelf life. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about margarine because this ties in quite well and give you a little bit of education on 
margarine and whether you can make the decision of whether or not you think margarine is good for your body. I'm not even going to tell you if it's good for your body. You can make the decision after I tell you this. So margarine starts with vegetable oils, which we've already indicated 85% of the vegetable oil crops out there are genetically engineered. And I'm, so I'm speaking of soybean oil, safflower oil, canola oil, corn, and cottonseed oils. Um, and if they're not genetically engineered, they've definitely been heavily pesticided. Then these oils turn rancid from being extracted from the oil seeds using high temperatures and high pressures, which destroys all the vitamins and antioxidants that these foods once had. The last bit of the oil is removed with the form of hexane, which is a solvent that's known to cause cancer. So they say that the hexane through processing is removed from this, but there's still traces of hexane still left beyond, behind. Oils are then mixed with um, ground nickel to cause a hydrogenation process and hydrogen gases. So this is where we're starting to get into trans fats being formed. Now again, nickel is highly toxic and they're using this in the process of forming margarine. If the oil is fully now uh, hydrogenated, it would actually be a hard solid. So in order to get it partially hydrogenated, they, they um, do more gas processing through that. So what comes out of that is actually a smelly, lumpy, gray, form of grease. Now, when I used to buy margarine, it didn't look like that. And so um, it's not certainly not what I smelled either. So what's happening in order to get it to its market appeal, it has to go through more processing. There's a soap-like emulsifier that's used to help um, clean up the grease, so to speak. And then the oil is steamed again to remove the soap. Then they put it through a deodorization process and a coloring process, and then you have your margarine. Now, um, when margarine first came out, before they would put it on the shelves without the yellow color, so that people could distinguish between true butter and margarine. That was uh, later fought against and what happened is because they felt it was lobbied against, really, and so they wanted it to uh, be more marketable. And so the lobbyists won, and so margarine is now yellow, just like butter. <laughs> so I'm not even going to, again, tell you if you think margarine is healthy for you or not. I'll let you make that decision for yourself based off now how you know margarine's created. Yeah, I've awesome. heard that if uh, heart disease would be reduced by 50% if people took trans fats out of their diet, if they were just, you know, abolished from the food supply. So it's a really, really big problem. It really damages our health. And they're yes. like plastics that get in our body and take the place of normal, normal. And that's exactly what it is. It's plastic. It's no yeah. longer a food. Yeah. Yeah, it's really frightening. So why don't we talk a little bit about damaged proteins? Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, proteins are healthy. I'm a big paleo advocate. You're a big Weston A. Price advocate. Um, and definitely you need the, the, the nutrients in animal proteins and animal muscle meats to be healthy, in my opinion. So mm -hmm. can you go into how proteins are damaged by certain cooking or processing methods? Sure. Um, proteins, just like all other foods, they have their, their living cells, 
and they have a structure to them. Uh, what happens is when they are put through heavy, high heat processing, their cells are denatured. They no longer carry the nutrients that they did as living cells because the cells die out. In addition, um, the proteins, when they go through a high heat or a high pressure, it changes their molecular structure and actually causes the protein to no longer perform as a protein as it was supposed to be in our body, giving our bodies nutrients. Um, and so it loses its, it loses its enzymes. So when we were able to eat proteins in more of a rare or raw stage, it actually itself has enzymes, so it could actually digest within our body. On a high-heated basis, it no longer has enzymes, so it's now requiring more um, energy, more en enzymes from our body to break down. We only are given so many enzymes in our bodies as reserves, and once those reserves are um, all used up, we can no longer digest our foods. And so those that are elderly or very sick or very weak no longer have enzymes in their bodies and they're being fed these now cooked proteins and it actually becomes more of a toxin agent in the body versus a nutrient and nourishing form of food. And what about, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about raw dairy. Um, I know that's a little bit off you know, what we were going to talk about today, but I think there's a big problem with dairy and uh, mainly just in the pasteurization and homogenization of dairy. Can you explain a little bit about why dairy is pasteurized and homogenized and how that damages milk? Sure. Uh, there's a little history to it that I find interesting is, um, well, to explain a little bit of what pasteurization is, it's a form of, uh, it's a heat processing form that the milk goes through to kill the bacteria. Pasteurization, actually founded by Louis Pasteur, was he developed the technique to actually preserve beer and wine. So he's not the one that, that started pasteurization of milk. What happened in, is around the 1800s, um, milk was um, being produced in unsanitary environments. And rather than just going up and cleaning up the environments to allow milk to be created in a healthy environment, a nourishing environment, they started to use pasteurization as a way to cover up the dirty milk. Well, they found as a result, they were able to mass produce the milk. It was also having a longer shelf life, so they never really cleaned up the milk per se. They just kept on going with the pasteurization because there was more increased profits out of that. And so what they had to do, what they, what they the food industry, the politics, is they had to convince the public that pasteurized milk was actually safer than raw milk. So they, were, they came out with many stories blaming raw milk consumption. And, and yes, there has been some stories that have, um, you know, food poisonings and stuff, but actually there has been more food poisonings in um, pasteurized milk and cooked meats of other forms of food that way accelerate what's come from raw milk. It's very been very limited, very small percentage. Yeah, I read the statistics are only one, about one in 90,000 people get sick from raw milk, but right. only one in 900,000 or one in 840,000 to be exact get sick from pasteurized milk. So you really, it's, it's only nine times more chance. So it's, exactly. it's not, I, you know, not that much. 
and I don't know if you drink, but I've been drinking raw milk for uh, 12, 13 years. I've never gotten sick from raw milk. Yeah, me neither. And that's actually not one in one hospitalization in 90,000 people. Right. from exactly. raw milk. Exactly. And same with all the clients that I work with. So um, pasteurization is actually, if you're not, you haven't gotten sick from it, there are many more long-term or even short-term health risk effects. Because what pasteurization does is it kills all the all the bacteria um, within the milk. And there's good bacteria in there that's supposed to proliferate over the bad. And this kills it all. And our bodies are supposed to have good bacteria in them so it can kill off and ward off the bad bacteria. Not only this, pasteurization, um, up to eight, through pasteurization, up to 66% of vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin C is completely lost. And due to the heat, the water-soluble vitamins, up to 80%, lose their effectiveness. B6 and B12, really important vitamins for our liver and our hormones, are completely destroyed. It destroys all your enzymes and all the antibodies and hormones that are supposed to be coming in with raw milk. It destroys lipase, which is an enzyme that specifically breaks down fat, because there's fat in milk. This impairs your fat metabolism. So people who are having a hard time losing weight, a lot of times is their bodies are not able to metabolize the fats. They've lost the enzymes to do that. And um, this also creates a problem with being able to absorb vitamins A and vitamins D. Well, milk is, is for calcium. Pasteurization makes the calcium less available. Right? So people are like, I don't know how many people you've heard say, oh, I need more calcium, I need to start drinking more milk. Well, drinking pasteurized homogenized milk, you actually aren't getting more calcium, you're getting more toxins in your body. And um, Yeah, it actually calcifies your tissues because it's bio-unavailable, so exactly. made, made so by the pasteurization, and it deposits in your tissues and your joints and starts calcifying them. That's why yes. people, when they get older, it's not necessarily because they're old, it's because all this bio-unavailable calcium. And it also causes a mucus in your gut that inhibits absorption of nutrients, but also creates an environment that actually kind of webs in rotting foods, um, parasites, anti, uh, anti-agents, anti-pathogens that are not supposed to be in your body. Um, so, you know, the, the milk industry, the, the dairy industry is, is actually aware that pasteurized milk does not have or you're not able to absorb the vitamin D from it. So they're actually also forms of milk that they actually put in a synthetic form of vitamin D, which is on top of it all is just another form of toxicity in your body. Well, why don't you tell the listeners, uh, let's want to give them a few pointers about how they can avoid damaged foods. I think there's all kinds of little tips that we've been talking about that are really, really good that I'd love for you to share with the listeners. I would love to. I would love to. So um, we have choices. We have a choice to continue to eat uh, foods that are denatured or continue to eat um, foods that are now plastic or no longer contain good proteins for us that are indigestible. We also have a choice, fortunately, in our foods to eat foods that um, Hippocrates had said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that's right. And, you know, 
our most basic connection to nature, or excuse me, the, the human body's most basic connection to nature is supposed to be through our foods. Um, God if, knew what he was doing. And so just to give some examples of how foods can be medicine for the body, a walnut, if you think of a walnut, it looks like a brain. It has a left and a right hemisphere. It has cerebellum, um, and the walnuts also have wrinkles, like our brain has wrinkles and folds in it. Well, this uh, walnut is supposed to be, um, and is actually very nourishing for the brain. There's over three dozen neurotransmitters for the brain function that it actually supports. If you think of a kidney bean, a kidney bean looks like a kidney. And it actually helps support the kidney function. Now, I'm not talking about kidney beans that come out of a can because they've been processed, but the true bean and how when it's soaked and fermented and slowly cooked. Avocados, eggplants, and pears. When you cut them in half, they actually look at like the womb and cervix of a female. It actually takes one avocado, um, excuse me, it takes an avocado nine months to grow and blossom to its complete ripened fruit, just as we as humans take nine months for conception as women I should say and one avocado a week used to give a woman support of her hormone balance so this is a way of using food to be medicine for our bodies so some other tips that could you could use is eat seasonably so if tomatoes not in season and you're seeing a tomato in the grocery store what's happening is probably got picked way before it was actually at its stage of ripeness and was then probably put through a heat process to make the tomato go from green to red a lot faster and you're no longer eating a tomato that has all of its nutrients because it wasn't able to stay on that stem long enough to create it. If your labels of your foods have more than five ingredients, this is from Friday Science, then it's no, no longer a food. And if, matter of fact, if you are not recognizing the names on the labels, it's no longer a food. So keep the bad out. Um, processed foods, foods that contain natural flavors, that, which is a strong indicator of MSG, uh, foods that contain uh, colorings of certain sorts. Educate yourself and your family of where your food is coming from and how is it being prepared in your kitchen. Get some really good foods in, some organics, know your farmers, and if you don't have time to properly source your foods, there are several organizations out there that are actually know the farmers. They will box up excellent produce and even meats and know their vendors of meats and deliver them on your porch step. Yeah, there's one that I love in Los Angeles. It's called goodeggs.com. It's okay. all the most amazing stuff around Los Angeles with the farmer's markets, meats, just everything, vegetables, and uh, deliver it right to your door. And there's one also in the South Bay called So Thrive, S-O-W Thrive, and I've used um, her resources quite extensively. And then lastly is really get some super foods in your body, and this will be one of the workshops I have coming up of what are super foods. Um, greens, strong natural greens in your body, um, coconut oils. Um, salt that contains um, air dried salt that contains lots of trace minerals and 
making chicken and beef stock from the actual bones of the animals creates a lot of good gelatin and um, I'll be providing a lot of these resources and they're definitely available. Weston A. Price Foundation is an excellent resource. Weston, W-E-S-T-O-N-A Price as um, well as there's a number of organizations out there but these are just some quick easy ways that you can get some good foods on your table. Uh, try learning how to sprout and culture some foods versus highly cooking your foods. Um, cook on lower temperatures. Crock pots are great for that. Uh, putting your oven on warm versus uh, broiling. And putting your uh, stove tops on very light simmers versus boiling forms of your food. Well, great. And so what do you tell... Thank you so much for being on the show. That was really, really informative. And I think it, you're such a wealth of information. I love having you on the show. And Thank I you. think the listeners really got a lot out of that also. Um, so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit um, where they can find you and you know what you're up to and a little bit about your classes. Absolutely. Uh, well, my website, as Wendy has um, mentioned a couple of times, is CoDynamics. It's C-O-E hyphen Dynamics. And I have a uh, page specifically dedicated to wellness, but also dedicated to how I work with people, no matter what stage of life you are in or what stage of health, I should say, you are in. My preference is to work with prevention and, and not have to get to a stage of uh, chronic toxicity or chronic care. I want to work with you so that we can continue a life of enjoyment and fulfillment. There's several blogs that will detail a lot of the information that I put out today that you can find right on my website. Uh, we do have Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, uh, so we're very social media friendly and a lot of times we'll send out uh, specials or announcements of workshops will be coming up. 2014, I'm um, all scheduled out for my workshops from cleansing the liver to understanding what are some personal care products that could be very cancerous in your environment, including um, sunscreen, and actually that sun is good for you. Uh, we have some superfood workshops coming up, and um, another food workshop that's shortly coming up on sprouting and fermenting foods. Very easy and quick and delicious ways to prepare foods right in your own kitchen. You can get your whole family involved. So um, if the website is not available to you, simply give us a call at 310-798-7600, and we'd be happy to um, answer some questions you might have. Oh, and also Tracy's making a special offer only for Live to 110 podcast listeners. So go visit Tracy's website, or you can call her at 310-798-7600 and mention this Damaged Foods versus Real Foods podcast and receive a free admission to her next wellness workshop or 10% off of any of the products she mentioned on the show today, including the Premier Greens Mix or her coconut oil, or any of the other products that she mentioned. Thank you listeners for tuning in. Remember, the time to be thinking about your health is while you still have it, not waiting until you get sick. So thank you so <coughs> much. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. Retarded. Um, please go check out our websites. I can be found at fitness-broad.com. And Wendy is at live210.com. If you like what you're hearing on the show, please give the Live 210 podcast a nice little review and rating in iTunes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.